What's up everybody, it's Dan Greer with Leading from the Middle of the Pack and today we're going to be talking a little bit about um, like growing and growth and what you have to do to get some of that growth and sometimes we have to let some people go out of our lives in order to get real growth because they're holding us back and we may not realize they're holding us back until we finally make the choice to let them go or we make the choice to not spend as much time with them and uh, so today we're going to talk a little bit about that. Alright, cue up the theme song, we'll be right back. The big question is this, how are leaders, like us, who aren't necessarily in a management position, who go out and get our hands dirty, who are ready to answer their calling from God to lead, who are driven to learn and grow, gain the trust and respect of those around us, to actually be heard while not coming across as an authoritative prick? These are the questions, and this is the podcast that will give you the answers. Hi, my name is Dan Greer, and welcome to Leading from the middle of the pack. Sweet, so glad you guys are still here. So today we're going to talk a little bit about setting yourself up for success, and that means, you know, sometimes you have to let some people go out of your life in order to grow, and it's not always easy to do that, but uh, sometimes it is necessary, and I know this is like one of the brutally hard topics to talk about, and so that's kind of why I wanted to chat a little bit about it today is because I've struggled with this in the past, and I'm sure that I'll struggle with it again in the future, but... It's one of those things where I know that if I don't let certain people out of my life go at certain times, then I'm never going to have what I need in order to be able to succeed because they're going to continually hold me back or continually not boost me or get me in the right right direction. And that's just kind of what we wanted to talk a little bit about today was that. So... Let's just break into it. This is a tough topic, and it's going to scare some people, and there's going to be some people that don't agree with this, and you know, that's okay. It's okay if you don't agree with it. It's okay that if it scares you. It's okay if you don't feel like it's you. It's okay if you listen to this and you go, oh, no, he's full of crap. That's not the truth. That's not the way it's going to be. That's I'm not that type of person, because I thought the same thing for the longest time was that I can keep everybody in my life who I've ever known, who's who's always been there. And, and they've never pushed me forward. They've never helped me to go anywhere, never helped me grow. I can keep them in my life, and it's not hurting anything. I will be the one exception to this rule, is what I heard every time. Is what I, it's what I told myself every time I heard the rule. I will be the exception. I am not going to be the person who lets somebody go out of my life just because I've changed. Well, the truth is, is that it's okay. Change is good, number one. Number two, you're not really letting them go out of your life. You're simply just pivoting slightly. And if they choose to not be a part of your life anymore, then that's their choice. You're not actually cutting them out. You're not blocking them. You're not answering their calls. You're not not calling them back. You're not doing any of that stuff. You are simply just um, pivoting. And then a lot of times you'll see the people naturally take themselves out of your life as you move forward. And so I, I actually have... Um, I have a buddy. We're still friends. We're just not as close as we used to be. And uh, he used to come out and visit all the time. And he hasn't been out in several years. And it's it doesn't bother me that he hasn't been out. The truth is, is that, um, like, it's it's still hard to talk about, right? Because cause you don't want to upset anybody or aggravate anybody. And that's just my personality. Like, that's who I am. But it's still hard for me to talk about. But, like, the last time that he was out here, we were I was driving him to the airport. And, you know, we, we had spent like two weeks together and during the two weeks he had been very, very negative and I've been 
very positive mindset person, and I just was tired of dealing with it after a while. And it's like, he, he claims he was the devil's advocate for everything that's ever gone on, and that's what his role is, and that's what his goal is. And I'm like, dude, not everybody needs a devil's advocate. Just be excited to grow and be excited for that person, and that's what they need sometimes. But anyways, um, we were cruising the airport, and, and I remember that morning, like, driving him over there, and I just kind of paused for a second, and I said, dude, you got a couple options. One is, is like, straighten up and, and be excited for what's going on. Because I'm going to explode this thing. It's going to grow big. And I'm going to be big. And I said, you got two options. One is, is you can join me. And this could be big for the both of us. Or two is, you can step aside and not bring me down. I don't need a devil's advocate in my life. I don't need somebody to come up with all the stuff that could go wrong. Because I already have enough of that going on in my mind. I already know all that stuff. Everything you bring up, I've already had tenfold happen in my mind. And I've already come up with solutions to fix it for the most part if it does happen. And, uh, and it was a very sober, sombering moment, and it was a very hard conversation to have. And I remember he got real quiet, and he was like, dude, I'm sorry, I didn't realize I was doing that. And I was like, well, now you do. You got a couple options. But until you fix it, I'm not trying to be a prick, but I don't need to spend as much time around you. Like, you're bringing me down. And the truth was, was, was cutting that tie was really, really, really hard, like really hard. And I didn't really cut the tie. I gave him the option to step up or step out and he chose to step out. That was his option. And, but I gave him the option to step up. I didn't say, dude, you're gone. You're dead to me. I want nothing to do with you. I wasn't Mr. Wonderful off of Shark Tank saying, oh, you didn't take my deal. You're dead to me. I will never help you again in my life. That's not... That's not the way it works. That's not the way I am. I mean, there are people like that in our lives, but I'm not that way. My my big thing here is, is that, like, sometimes people don't realize they're holding you back. And so you got to have that conversation with them. you got to have that brutally hard conversation. Hey, I am going to make this difference. You can step in or step out. You can step up or step out. You can get up to where I need you to be and you can be here with me or you can step out of the way because I'm not going to deal with it. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to continue going through these problems and going through this stuff day after day after day or I'm not going to continue to allow allow you to hold me back. There are so many people in my life that I've run into that at the time absolutely loved and I still cherish the relationships I have with those people. But the truth is, is that Whenever I moved up in my life, whenever I chose to be more motivated, whenever I chose to start a business, whenever I chose to work seven days a week, or as many hours as I want to in a day, there are people that don't get that. There are people that don't understand that. And they go, why do you work so hard? Well, I don't work that hard. I love what I do. It's not work because I love what I do. But they don't get it. And every one of those comments holds you back. Every single one of those comments where somebody goes, man, it's a weekend. You don't have to work. I don't have to work. I get to. Man, it's a Sunday. What are you doing right in devotional on a Sunday? Don't you know even the good Lord took a break? He did take a break. Right? And this is my time to recharge with God is writing this devotional. Man, what are you doing recording this podcast like so often? What do you? How come you got to step out to go do that? How come you got so many meetings? How come you're so busy? How come you got this going on? And don't you know you can take a break? Well, yeah, I can take breaks. And I do take tons of breaks. But all those people that say that stuff to me, they're people that aren't helping me progress forward. 
Jesus in the Bible, he he didn't like Peter didn't realize what he was doing whenever he said, you know, you don't have to do this. This isn't this isn't where you need to go. Like it's okay if you don't do this. When he was telling Jesus that he didn't have to go to the Pharisees, and, and what did Jesus say to him? He said, "Away from me, Satan." And the reason he said, "Away from me, Satan," wasn't that he was calling Peter Satan. So many people get that point confused. They're like, "Man, he's so evil. He just called Peter Satan. Peter wasn't Satan. No, he wasn't. And that's not what he was doing." Jesus was actually talking to the sin that was entering his mind, and that's why I said, away from me, Satan, because he was truly tempted by that, right? And Peter didn't know what he was doing, but he was trying to enable that. He thought he was being loving, just like there are people in your life who think they're being loving, but truly they're not. Truly they're holding you back. Truly they're making your life harder. Truly they're they're not helping you to progress because they're not pushing you. They're not encouraging you. They're not helping you grow. You say, oh man, I want to start a business. And what's the first word out of their mouth? Holy crap, that's going to be a lot of work. What are you doing? Oh my gosh, I can't believe you're going to take that much time to do this. No, that's not the truth. The people you want around you are going to be like, when you say, hey, I want to start a business, they're going to go, yeah, sweet. I got five guys I can introduce you to. I got five people who would be phenomenal contacts here. Those are the people you want in your life. Those are the, That's the reason why you have to let some people go because... They are not going to come up to your level. You can't pull them up. Like One of the things that I've learned is that you can't pull somebody up to your level. And I've tried and tried and tried and tried and tried again. And that's one of my fatal flaws. And I will probably continue to try. But I surround myself at times with people that I want to help pull up. I see the need. I see that they want to grow. I see that they can grow. I see their potential. And I give them a hand up to help them up out of a hole. And what I've learned is that I can't pull people up to the next level. I can give them a hand up, but I can't give them a hand out. And what I mean by that is, is that if I reach down and offer knowledge, they have to reach their hand up first. If they don't reach their hand up to grab mine, I can never help them out of the hole. But they have to take those first steps on their own. And there are people that we've hired before that I was super close to, that I'm now not as close to anymore. They're still great people. They're still phenomenal, like, people in general. But the truth is, is that I wanted to help them up the ladder when they wanted a handout. And if you want a handout, you got to change your mentality. And then guess what? Once you change your mentality to instead of the, they owe me, I'm not getting enough, I deserve more, to, man, I love what I do, I'm fulfilled, I'm so happy, what else can I do to, to provide a better service? That right there makes the biggest difference in the world. If you can do that, if you can change your mentality to that, then people will let you back into their lives who, have, who, who don't communicate with you anymore. All right. Now that's that's like that's part of it. And 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 this is a super hard conversation like I said and so it's a super hard podcast for me to record because guess what? I I still struggle with this number 1 and number 2 I struggle to talk about it because I'm kind of that guy who doesn't really like to aggravate anybody. Like I love confrontation. I will argue with you all day long till the cows come home. But at the end of it, I really want to shake hands. And I want to say, man, that was such a great conversation. Thank you for the banter. Like, I don't get upset over it. I don't get upset over that kind of stuff. And so 
I'm the kind of person who doesn't like to upset people. I don't like to throw people under the bus. I don't like to be the person who steps on somebody else's fingers to climb the ladder. I will put other people in front of me all day, every day. And I do constantly, and you will hear it whenever you hear me talk. And it, it aggravates the heck out of my wife that I do this sometimes. Poor Jenna. But it's, it's, it's not a good thing, but it's not a bad thing either to put people, other people in front of you. My point is here, though, is that like that's one of my fatal flaws, is that I want to help people grow, right? And there's going to be people in your life, just like there are and were people in my life that are holding me back. And, and the truth is, is to begin with, it's really, really hard to not be around those people. It's because sometimes they're your best friends. Sometimes they're the people that you look up to or you admire. Sometimes they're your family. And I'm not telling you to cut family out. Okay? What I am saying is that there are times when I go to family events, and it doesn't matter if it's Jenna's family or my family or big family or little family, that I don't say anything anymore, hardly at all. Like I say, hi, I have some pleasantries, but I don't get into conversation because my mindset is on business. My mindset is on growth. My mindset is, man, look at the books that I've read. Look at what I've done. Check out the podcast I'm reading. Look at what I'm doing. And I don't like to brag. And I, I struggle to talk about myself around like anybody. And if you've, if you've spent time around me, you know that I'm a little bit socially awkward when you start asking questions about me because I usually divert the question right back to you. And it goes, and, and I may answer your question, but I don't necessarily dive into what I love, right? I don't, I don't get a lot into it. And it's, it's tough sometimes because I love those conversations. I love talking business. I love sharing knowledge. And sometimes at family events, I can't share that knowledge. Well, ever, right? Like, I, I don't mean this in a bad way, but a lot of my family doesn't think the same way that I do. They don't have the same thoughts. If I told them that I'm going to make $100 million in five years, they would be like, what do you need that much money for? Man, a million dollars a year is a lot of money. Why aren't you just happy with that? Why don't you just be satisfied with what you're doing? And they don't realize what they're saying because they're not saying it. They're saying it out of love because they're afraid that money will change a person. The truth is money doesn't change somebody. It exemplifies who you are. But that's like for a whole other podcast. But what I've found is that I don't stop going to family events. Heavens no. Not at all. There's no way. There's no way I'm going to drop my family because my family has supported me long before I ever started this picture. My point is, is that I don't drop the family. I don't drop my friends. I don't leave them in the dark without ever communicating. I just don't communicate as much. And I choose the conversations that I have. And, and on that line, one of the things that I've really figured out is that... So, so let me tell you this. Uh, like a year ago, I was in uh, Mexico for a mastermind. And, and a mastermind is where a group of people get together and they talk about what the, the things they have in common. And this was a business mastermind. Napoleon Hill talks about this in his book, Think and Grow Rich. He goes into deep, deep detail on a mastermind. And if you haven't read that book, I highly recommend reading Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It's a timeless classic. It will be around forever for anybody that's in business, for anybody who's an entrepreneur, for anybody who's interested in wealth, not riches, but wealth, true wealth. It's a great book to read. Um, anyways, then he talks about masterminds. And I was at this mastermind in Mexico, and I was really struggling after I got home because 
the first night we had a dinner and I sat down at a table. Jenna and I sat down at a table and I was just not fulfilled with that table, with that conversation. There was a bunch of people there who were fake, who I couldn't get along with, who I didn't see eye to eye with. And, and I did not talk during that meal. Jenna talked a little bit at the table, but I was like, man, I really should be getting a lot more out of this. Like, I know I should be getting more out of this. Why am I not? It's me. It's my fault. It's because I'm blah, 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 right? Anyways, I got home, and I was talking to one of my coaches about it, and her name was Lindsay. And Lindsay and I were chatting about it, and she goes, you know what I think? I said, what? She said, I think that you chose not to talk. You chose not to talk because you didn't have anything to add to the conversation. And I paused for a second. I thought about it. And I was like, I did choose. It was my choice. It wasn't because I didn't fit in. It wasn't because I didn't get as much out of it as I could have. I chose not to contribute to the conversation because I didn't enjoy the conversation. And it was at that point that I realized that I can still see people. I can still go to events. I just don't necessarily have to participate in every single conversation. I don't have to have an opinion that's heard on everything. And so while this is a really, really hard concept, and while if you're new in this, and if you've never done this before, it is really, really hard to do. But I'm telling you that the most successful people in the world surround themselves with winners, and they're very selective over the group that they share with. And they all have a group. They all have a group that they share with. There's not a single person who is ultimately successful who does not have a group that they share with. And that right there, that right there is something that's really hard to comprehend, is that, is that your group isn't what it used to be. It's going to change. And this is, this is natural occurrence in life. Are you still friends with everybody you were friends with in elementary school? No, no. I'm still acquaintances with them. I still know a ton of people I went to school with, and I can have great conversations with them, right? But there, there is, I can't think of one person I went to elementary school with. Now, granted, my elementary school was small. I can't think of one person that I went to school with in elementary school that, like, comes to the top of my head that I have a business conversation with every day right now, right? I can't think of a single person. I can't think of a single person in middle school that I went to school with that I knew that I had a daily, that I have a daily conversation with about business. I can think of one person from high school, and her name's Jenna, and I married her, and she's kind of stuck with me. But do you see what I'm saying? Like, and then, then when I first started working, I had a different job, and, and while I still have great relationships with those people, I don't have daily conversations with them. And the second job I had, I actually have some really great conversations from after I left my first job and went to the second one with people that I worked with there, but it's not the same people. Now it's different people because my mindset is different, right? And then if I keep continuing through the thing, every time that I change, the people I talk to changes as well. And so that's part of what this is, is like, it's not, you're not letting them go. You're not canceling your relationship. You're not saying, hey, I'm going to put a, let's put a pin in this. I'm done with it. Let's not do this anymore. No, it's, it's just kind of a natural occurrence that comes with time, but you have to be willing to, you can't fight really, really hard to keep those old relationships alive. And, and the best thing, the best way I can explain this is this. If you want to stop drinking, you don't hang around with friends that are going to encourage you to drink. Does that make sense? 
If I want to grow in business, I can't hang around with people who don't have the right mindset to grow a business. If I want to have a great relationship, I can't hang around with people who cheat on their spouses. If I want to have a great, faithful relationship with, with God and with Jesus and with our, you know, with our Savior, I can't hang around people who don't believe in God. I have to hang around people who are close to me and, and close to where I want to go and can help encourage me. And so that's what I'm saying is you have to be willing to let some people go, even though it's hard. And it's not necessarily like shutting them. I'm not telling you to go out and shut anybody. That's not what I'm doing. And that's not what I do. That's not what I do. I lead by example, right? But if there's somebody who's not going to, who's holding me back because of the mindset they have that they're trying to ingrain on me, I have no problem saying, I don't, I don't need this conversation. I'm not going to add in this. I'm not going to contribute to it. What else can we talk about, right? I have no problem saying changing the topic and them not even really knowing that we're not on the same page that way, and that's okay with me. And as a leader, you have to be great at relationships because relationships and networking is everything in life. But the whole point of this one was what made it such a hard podcast for me to talk about was the fact that I really love networking and I love relationships. But it's really hard to have a great relationship if you always surround yourself with people who are holding you back. And so, and so this is all about, this whole conversation is about the fact that you have to be willing mentally to change who you are for the better, to grow. Now that doesn't mean become evil. That doesn't mean change every, every aspect about you. What I'm saying is, is that you have to be willing to change who you hang around with. And if somebody's dragging you down, you've got to be willing to cut that dead weight off. How much further could you be if you didn't have somebody constantly nagging negative thoughts at you? That's a great thing to think about. How much further could you be if you had surrounded yourself with only positive people? So guys, that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed it. It was a super hard topic. Um, I know that there's going to be some people that listen to this that go, man, Dan, I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to be that person. I know because I was one of those people every time I heard something like this. Every time I heard this advice, I was like, yeah, right, you're full of crap. I'm never going to cut people out of my life. I'm a super nice guy. Never going to happen. Blah, blah, blah. Well, the truth is, is that I do it now without even knowing it. And I do it in such a way that they don't know anything. It's not rude. It's not mean. It's just small changes. Small tweaks make a big difference. Okay? All right, guys. Hope you have a great day. If you like this, go ahead and uh, share it for me if you don't mind. And then uh, give us a review. And we would love a five-star review. And uh, that's it. Hope you guys have a great day. We'll chat soon. Bye.